clubhouse needed renovation, the clubhouse needed to be improved. What do you remember of the initial improvements post-war that you can recall well, of the clubhouse? Well, the, the club over its years, bearing in mind it's 100 years coming up next month, have had six different buildings. The uh, first one was right down a little shed, really uh, shared with the Royal Life Saving people. Then another building at the foot of John Street. And then the, the building that I've referred to as the boat shed, which is right up on the, the northern end in front of the parking area. Then we went from uh, the Green Mill, which was the eastern front of the tea house building, or that building that was there. Uh, and then we were kicked out of there and put below in the change rooms I described with the rats running around the thing. And the boys generally were all starting to mature a fair bit business-wise and we've been told by the older members that you could, we could never get any room on the western side of Marine Parade, that it was taboo. So, I mean, we're then in our 20s, somewhere around it, early 20s, and two of our members, Ron, the late Ron Kidner, who was a great mate of mine, and Cole Fisher, another friend, have both passed on now, but they worked in the lands department. And I remember Ron Kidner coming down the pub one night when we all met in the saloon bar at the Colossal. And he said, you know, the, what the old guys have told us about not getting a land on the western side of Marine Parade is that's all rubbish. He said, if we have the support of the town council and apply to have a section of that annexed from the A-class reserve. If the council support us to the wherever it goes, and it ends up with the executive council, if they approve of it, we can get a, a, a footpad up in the western area, and that was the beginning of it. In the meantime, we'd decided that uh, because the old guys told us we couldn't get that land on the western side, we'd better buy a block of land uh, on the eastern side. And Claude Davenales owned all the land between the Civic Centre and Marine Parade, and that was subdivided. And during while that subdivision was on, we applied to get one of the blocks that fronted Marine Parade, and uh, Mr Davenales being our patron and very good to us, we got it at a reasonable price. So we then went through the, the steps of getting the land annexed on the western side of Marine Parade. And that took oh, two or three years. Once that was, was done, we then had a block of land in Marine Parade to sell. I was then working for the vacuum oil company and it was at the time when uh, the, the industry went to what they, we, call, we called one brand marketing. Prior to that, you could go to a service station, you could get uh, plume motor spirit from vacuum shell, uh, BP or whatever it was. And uh, the I, I went to my bosses at my at vacuum oil and said, look, we've got a block of land there in Marine Parade, which for our one brand marketing, you guys might be interested in. They went, had a look at it and came back to me and they said, Brownie, it's... It's not big enough for us. We need, we need two blocks. And I 
took their hands out, was it? The guys at BP came back to me and they said, look, uh, I understand you've, uh, you've got this block. We heard about it. I said, yeah, it's for sale. They said, we've had a look at it, but we need the block next door. And uh, I thought, well, that's it. Anyhow, they, it was owned by a guy who was a retired tea planter from India. And he lived in Peppermint Grove. His name escapes me at the moment. But the BP boys went there and uh, they explained to uh, this gentleman they wanted the block of land to put a service station on. And he said, there's no way I'll sell it to you to put a service station on. But what I will do, I'll sell it to the Surf Life Saving Boys, which he did. So I then went down with the then treasurer, Bonnerhausen, and within 24 hours, uh, we did a deal. We bought the block of land from the tea planter and sold both blocks to BP Australia. And they put a service station on it. That then gave us about, uh, oh God, I forget the amount, six, seven, eight thousand pounds towards putting a building on this strip of land we had. So we got to the point where we raised enough money. The, the building cost us £21,600 in 1961. Uh, we put a deposit of £11,600. We borrowed the, the 10000 through the town of Cottesloe, who said they would repay 4000 of the 10000 So we then had to pay the, the remaining £6,000 uh, over a 20-year loan, which we, we did. And that's the building we're in today. 